old listeners? The tabletop hobby is full of badass femmes with equally badass stories to tell, and you can behold them in Behold Her podcast. Every episode centers around a theme, like accessibility in gaming or decolonizing Dungeons and Dragons, and features several interviews and an audio story. The goal of Behold Her? Demonstrate that the femme gamer experience is as rich and diverse as we are as individuals. So join us. Listen to Behold Her wherever podcasts are free, or check us out at patreon.com slash beholdher. You know things, I know some too. Sit right down, the femme explain them to you. If there's a thing you want to explain, these two feminists can entertain. Nerdy stuff, sexy stuff, so much to know. Tune in for the Femsplain Show. Femsplain! You know what I just realized because I got my little hamster friend in here with me? What, is, what did you realize? He's a he's a stealth clicker, so which is kind of nice for the podcast. Yeah, you, it's the most silent click it's I've the ever silentest had. silentest click, yeah. Yeah, it's, quiet it's as very a little satisfying. Mouse. Quiet as a little hamster. A little hamster. <laughs> Were you, uh, did you watch Hamtaro? No, what's that? It was an anime for kids younger than us when it came to the U.S., but it was on my radar. Oh, well, no, I have never heard of it. Yeah. But is it good? N- I don't Should think I so. Watch I mean, at the time, I was a little eye-rolly about it because it was for younger kids, Um but whenever I see these little hamster mice, I think of it. I like that. Yeah. I'm surprised that the hamster mice are not mice mice. But I do like that they're hamsters. Yeah, I almost feel like they are mice, but they had to market them as hamsters because maybe maybe mouse mice is like copyrighted in some way. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look into On that. On the bottom it says Bust that case optical open. mouse. 3D optical mouse. I think that just means it it is a mouse. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, um, I think we're talking about our matching hamster mice. We are. Oh, I, I spilled coffee on myself. <laughs> this is going great. Yes. <laughs> we're off to a good start. Yes. Uh, we are here this morning. Good morning, of course. Good morning. It has to be morning um, to record. Legally binding an episode of Femsplain podcast and to listen to it it also has to be morning mm-hmm. so good morning to the listeners of Femsplain including myself in the future good morning future Avalon Ooh, I usually edit it at night so good evening future Diana do you have any words of support advice or wisdom for future Diana yeah you know what future Diana while you're editing this uh did you do anything on that checklist for the weekend? Did you take any of those pictures? Did you shoot that video? Did you edit it? If the answer's no, I mean... We still love I, you. We still care about you, but like, how many weekends do we have to have this conversation? I want to uh, talk to future Diana, and I want to say, future Diana, you're doing so fucking much Thank you for editing the podcast. I'm sorry, past Diana is kind of a bee. <laughs> <laughs> she is 
It's just that past Diana keeps becoming future Diana, and we're trapped in this little cycle with each other. That's how this um, works, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, welcome to Femsplained. Uh, Femsplained is a Fems-only clubhouse podcast where the Fems have the mics, and everyone of every gender identity and presentation is welcome to listen, laugh, and learn with us. Exactly. Before we get started on this week's topic, we, as you know, since you're a diehard listener, um, always say what nerd culture has done for us lately. I'll go first. Nerd culture. <laughs> you're volunteering to go first? Okay. No, no, no. Please go. You'll see. So uh, nerd culture has really been fucking with me lately Ooh. in the form of spoilers. Yeah. So, yeah, we have to have a spoiler conversation. So nerd culture, we, we had this conversation once with Supernatural. Um, I'm here. I'm back to say, Disney Plus viewers, you are the fucking worst with spoilers. It yeah. has been harder to avoid Disney, Disney Plus spoilers than Game of Thrones spoilers. Yeah. For Mandalorian, for WandaVision, you all suck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta can it. Half of the reason I got off Facebook, not half that, but one of the tipping point things was when Mandalorian came out. All these regular, semi nerdy people just acted like they didn't know anything about any etiquette. Yeah, you in in a world of streaming, you do not expect people to see something the evening it premieres. No, no, it's ridiculous and completely outrageous. Uh, and I feel like this did not exist when we were all seeing things in movie theaters. I like, agree. I don't feel like anybody, right? Like, it's just now that everybody's seeing things online that they're just like, all right, everybody is clearly already doing things on my timeline. So Absolutely. Will you know, you used to have to sometimes head. be like, whoa, whoa, whoa you know, water cooler talk or in the office, sometimes you'd have to throw up a hand and say, hey, I haven't seen it yet. Right. But these Disney Plus posters, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's really bad. The uh, I, I feel very lucky that I have curated my tw Twitter timeline so heavily uh, that I did not get spoilers and we finally watched the newest WandaVision last night. But from the millions of people that I saw being like, holy cow, WandaVision people, stop spoiling this for me. Yeah. Uh, everyone else did not have such a blessed experience. Um, and so I think part I, of it, yeah. too, and I should be more forgiving of this, is if you've seen WandaVision and you see a WandaVision spoiler and you like it, I'm going to see that spoiler. So, like, you got to chill with liking things. <laughs> All right, it's just that un unless the thing that you're liking has the spoiler tag mm -hmm, in it, mm -hmm. like especially because, OK, so like these big shows like WandaVision and The Mandalorian yeah. pay Twitter to have a branded right. spoiler tag like they are they are giving the tools there. You just have to put the hashtag. It'll come up and then we can just block it, mute it. Do whatever. So I got to be honest, I don't know how to do that, but I do take responsibility. If I see the spoiler tag, 
and I didn't have it muted or blocked. I know that's my bad. I won't get mad about it. But I actually don't know how. Oh, yeah. You can mute uh, tags. Huh. So if you go into your settings and um, in the same place where I think like the privacy section is, you also have like muted words and you can do just words, mm -hmm. but you could also do hashtags oh. and um the like Mandalorian spoiler tag, the one division spoiler tag is in there and then they just won't come across your feed at all, which oh, is nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. So here's where I'm also going with this. Last night I was watching a stream from some, you know, some random streamer. Uh oh. And what did they do? in the middle of the stream, for no reason, they spoiled Lost for me. <laughs> And you know, I Look, know, I Lost know, is I know it's the statute decade of old. The problem is, I didn't know there was something about it I didn't know. This so it difficult. really caught me off guard. And it wasn't like I clicked on an article and I read about Lost, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize that was the case. I got blindsided by what someone I thought was my friend. I. This was a long walk to a short punch in the face. I did not. <laughs> I think there's a statute of limitations for spoilers. And on a decades old show, I think I should be able to say something that happened on a show I didn't even see because I didn't even see Lost because I hated it so much. Well, yeah, I didn't see it either for the same reason. But I just really. So felt then like, what's the problem? You know, I don't know, but it bugged me. <laughs> It's just because it's it's your your pet cause is spoilers, so it it it's related to your pet cause enough. That, that must you, be it. Absolutely, that you were just like I gotta be mad about this. I just couldn't believe there was something I didn't know about that dumb show because I have been in proximity to conversations about it so many times over the past decade, and so for there to be a spoiler that had not already been spoiled made me suddenly resentful. That. Like so, these armchair like media critics treat Lost like, like it's a the biggest metaphor in all of history, and it's so like mysterious, and it's so um, clever and well crafted uh, that I think that people talk about it in in metaphors and like wrapped up in in mystery, but I'm pretty sure it's just. It's it's not. Well, thank you for not spoiling it for our listeners. I can tell that you're intentionally. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I don't want to get in trouble again. Well, you will. <laughs> you will. For something. I'm sure I will. All right. What has yeah. nerd culture done for you? Um, what has nerd culture done for me lately? Um, I am loving WandaVision. No spoilers for it yeah. here. But I'm just I think it's delightful. Yeah. I think it's absolutely delightful. Um I, I know it's important in other like storytelling ways and media ways and stuff like that. But I just think it's a great romp, mm -hmm. a good old time uh, that I'm enjoying very much. Uh, so there's that. Um, what else has nerd culture done for me lately? Um, Femsplained stuff has been just super blessed. Um, I am also uh, a... Starting this month of February, I'm a dice affiliate for Die Hard Dice. So I will pop a 10% off code 
in the description of this video. It is Super Dylan, and you can just put it in at checkout and get 10% off your dice order this month uh, to buy any of their amazing dice. I mean, there are like so many good ones. Anyway, I'm just really excited about that because I genuinely love them as a company and so many of my friends work there and the dice are so pretty and I'm holding them in my hand right now. Um, so yeah, it's just like that has really lifted my spirits. Nice. Yeah. So well, that's it. That's that's enough. Um, last week oh, we had last a week. special guest. We had Sam Samwise uh, on to talk about Deep Space Nine, and they gave us such a deep dive. I mean, yes, it was it was probably one of the best like deep dive episodes we've had, where it was just like they started talking. And then kept like kept dumping information and it was so joyful. It was. Yes. Um, so that was awesome. Uh, we are going to do some homework regarding that and it's going to be great. Um, but before we tell you what this week's episode about, because this is an Avalon episode. Indeed. Uh, we need a man to get on in here. We do. Do some mansplaining for us. In a mansplaining Putting one minute on the man, watch, and go. Adventure time. Back in college, I had a roommate who showed me a viral video of a proposed Nickelodeon cartoon that got shit-canned for being too off the wall. I remember thinking it was pretty funny. As a five-minute video, it felt pretty unique. The humor was unexpected. I enjoyed it. And then a couple of years later, I heard that by popular demand, they were making it into an actual Cartoon Network show. And that's where you lost me. Because it came back by popular demand. So inevitably, it's just not going to be as good. Too mainstream. Anything that winds up being plastered to mugs and t-shirts at Hot Topic or Spencer's Gifts is not for the esteemed cartoon connoisseur. You know what I would have preferred? If Adventure Time had remained true to its original form, five-minute micro-episodes within a limited web series, something tailor-suited to the more refined humor palettes of we denizens of Reddit. Not this poo-poo-pee-pee humor churned out for the masses. In essence, I wish it was more like Rick and Morty. And that's your Mansplain Minute. Well, okay. Uh, that was a Mansplain Minute about this thing. But Avalon, why don't you take us take it away? Tell us what's what's going on here. So uh, the topic today that I, for some reason, don't seem very excited about <laughs> that I chose <laughs> is Adventure Time, the animated series. Yes. So, sure. Diana... What do you know about it? Because we didn't talk about the topic beforehand and I didn't gauge yeah. what you knew. Okay, so this is really weird because I feel like it's something that's perfectly in my wheelhouse, up my alley, and like that I would probably enjoy. But for some reason, just, I don't know. I've just never sat down to watch it. Hmm. I will say that my closest relationship to it is that one time I made somebody a Finn costume oh, yeah. by hand for my cousin. Uh, but I, that's that, that I just looked it up online and I had no idea what any of it was. So I know 
pretty much nothing except I would recognize the characters if I saw them. Yeah. I'm surprised. I definitely thought that you had some sort of negative feelings about it that I didn't know I why no and I was going to suss out. I, th- I guess I thought we had talked about it once and you were a little like, mm. no, no, literally blank slate. So whatever you say, I will believe 100%. Oh, great. Well, it's <laughs> I think it's fantastic. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. Continue. So what is all right? Give me the elevator pitch first. What What is it? All right. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> so Adventure Time is a story about a human boy and his best friend who is a talking dog who is voiced by Bender. And oh, right. Yeah. It is definitely influenced by a lot of nerdy culture. Um, like there's some very clear D&D references running through. Um, it is a show that is made for kids but there's a lot there for adults to recognize and appreciate but I think it balances that fairly well right so it's not like super in your face like uh like Futurama where it's definitely made for an adult audience right uh but it's more like the this stuff is under the it's it's under it's subtext it's it's yeah it's under the radar I would say yes Whereas there are a lot of shows out there that I think are kind of came out around the same time that were supposedly for kids and at a at a scheduling time they were airing, but it was so obviously for stoners or yes, you know, and so I personally don't think that Adventure Time or I do think Adventure Time balanced that really well. Cool, I like yeah. that because it is definitely also. For stoners, there for is stoners, a lot of sexual yeah. in- innuendo. I'll say, um, but I think it, I think well, it is so su- subtle enough that it, yeah, it wouldn't alienate. SpongeBob a kid. has a lot of sexual innuendo, right? So, right. Like I, you know, but I didn't pick up on that right <laughs> till later. So yeah. I, I think there is that. I also think that the the comedic timing and the punchlines in the show are different. The pacing feels different to me than a lot of shows previously, and I think it's very funny. Yeah, well, timing is like something that I feel like is is super important and missed more often than I would expect mm-hmm. in like popular media, especially in cartoons. Yeah, I think because of something to do with voice acting and, and editing. Um, I will, but s- I see it in video games too. Yeah, and I think that to me, what's special about Adventure Time is that it starts to build towards a meta plot that I think is really solid and you don't necessarily see it coming in the beginning, but there are traces of it and there are Easter eggs if you go back. Um, But yeah, for, for one of those types of cartoons that has like two episode per half hour block, it's surprising Mm. how much depth and meta plot is in it. That is, I didn't realize it was that short. Well, yeah, like it has those like little fifteen-minute episodes. Oh wow! Like okay, that's SpongeBob that or like Powerpuff Girls or you know Rugrats, those types of things. How it's it's two and yeah. one, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I really like that. Yes. Uh, so okay. So when did you watch this show? Ooh, I so it came out in two thousand and ten. 
I probably started watching it in 2012, 2013-ish. Mm-hmm. And I, why was I watching it in the first place? I remember being secretive about it because I was kind of embarrassed that I was watching it. Um, A children's show, yeah. Yeah, but there was, there must have been another show on Cartoon Network that it either reminded me of that I liked. I think there... There was a, a show called something about Flapjack that had been on years prior that I liked, that I thought was no funny. No idea. It had a mm. fairly short run, and it was just a similarly zany, kind of weird story. Um, and I don't know. It, it reminded me of it enough that I decided to watch it, and I really, really thought it was like laugh out loud funny. <laughs> from pretty much the beginning and it also there are a couple of songs and a couple episodes that i think are genuinely good and or funny and the characters are good i i just think it's great uh all of the little side characters yeah. in the world uh are very unique and very funny mm, love that so we have finn who is the last human alive and his best friend Jake is a dog that is kind of has um, Mr. Fantastic powers, like can stretch oh. himself. And then he can stretch himself into like shapes or whatever. Um, and everything. Finn is a human? Finn is a human. He just has a hat on with bear ears. Wow. Okay. Did not get that. But okay. no one else is a Go human. Um, in, in the very beginning, his love interest is Princess Bubblegum, who reigns a nearby or reigns over a nearby um, city of candy people that are pretty funny. And that's pretty much the extent of it. So in the wait, beginning, is she a human? She's not a human. She's made of bubblegum, but she is. Oh, she's humanoid. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes. So she she looks like a pink person, but she is made of bubblegum. Um, and yeah, that's that's kind of like what you're opening with. And all of the candy people in her kingdom are kind of funny. And Finn, the human, Jake, the dog are adventuring often. They go on like little adventure parties, which is where a lot of the D&D stuff comes in oftentimes. Uh, yeah. Like there's. The big bad for quite a while is a lich. Uh, and they have a very funny dungeon crawl episode that I will definitely make you watch that is just full of Ooh. a lot of references. Oh, good. Okay, great. I, I like that we already know where what I have to yes. do. Um, very good. So what is, is there like, is the fact that he's the last human left like part of the meta plot, like that he needs to find out what happened to all the other humans or do we know what happened to all the other humans so we know what happened to the other humans although it is never or it for quite a while is not explicitly stated in the show um but it's funny you will notice in the background of a lot of scenes every once in a while in this super silly magical world you'll see like a rusted car that's like covered in vines um, or other just kind of weird things. There's an episode where there's like a person frozen in a block of ice in the way background. Uh, And then they start sort of alluding to how, you know, ancient times there was a mushroom war. Oh. So you, yeah, slowly put together that it's a post-apocalyptic nuclear fallout situation and 
Right, magic. right. Mushroom war, meaning like a mushroom cloud, yeah, uh, yeah, kind of thing. Oh wow, jeez. Yeah, okay. and in the aftermath of that, magic sort of just became the thing. So, but also potentially the fallout from the radiation is maybe what like made Princess Bubblegum out of just some old gum, you know, things like that. Right, right. And so, do they explain how Finn is a human that is living? Eventually, but it takes an extremely long time. Ooh. Oh, I like that, though. Yeah. Okay. But for quite a while, you just are kind of like, all right, Finn's just the only human for some reason. Uh, and he was found by some dogs and adopted. <laughs> I like that. So then, like, who is Finn the main protagonist or is Finn, like, a side character? Finn is the protagonist. It. Mm-hmm. I think that it gives a lot of time and development and space to the other characters but most episodes revolve around Finn okay so now I'm gonna ask a question that's leading okay to another question okay (laughs) one why did this show click or resonate with you I think just because it made me laugh and then I was really impressed by the easter egg post-apocalyptic thing oh okay cool so you didn't answer my my hidden question okay in that first question my hidden question is how gay is it so (laughs) it it does it ends up gay but it doesn't start gay oh okay all right yeah slow burn gay it's a slow burn gay i believe that it may have become gayer as it came to know and accept and understand its audience. And then I think it brought on um, some new writers, maybe gradually, who made it gayer. Great. Um, okay. Tell me more about that. Well, so Cartoon Network, I think, circa 2021, is has pretty much established its comfort with different kinds of identities, gayness, social justice issues. I, I think... I, I think they've certainly... I think they're pretty pretty good Said some things yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i mean steven universe you know so i think oh right yeah 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 i personally feel like adventure time might have come out at a at a moment where that com- that door was like creaking open so mm-hmm. i don't necessarily want to say that they became gayer to appeal to their audience because I don't think it was insincere or contrived, but I think that maybe they might have like wiggled their way in. Um, and I sure. think they left the door open a little bit for Steven Universe to come in and really blow it open with gayness. Right, sure. So, <laughs> um, but there are two major characters who I don't think there's any evidence for them to be gay in the beginning. Uh, or for a little while, but who have ended up being gay. Ooh, great. Tell me about them. So they're so Princess Bubblegum and <gasps> the other the other, I think, probably m- m- biggest. I was so hoping that you were gonna say yeah. Princess Bubblegum so bad. I was like, come on. Yeah. That's so gay. <laughs> the other, I think, biggest uh femme character on the show is Marceline the vampire and the two of them end up being a couple I love it it's great 
it's great that there's sort of this punk goth vampire character and this scientist Prissy princess all pink character. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Oh, do you know what that reminds me of? No. Oh, it reminds me of those two parakeets. Yeah. The goth parakeet yeah. and the bright colored parakeet and how they fell in love. Oh, That's what it is. I love yes. it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love it. Great. Yes. So that's Fantastic. excellent. But I, I would be very surprised if anybody saw that coming from the first few seasons. Right. Right. Like this was something that got made later on. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So good. I I have room in my heart to love yes, this thing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, okay. So what about the dog? What's the situation with this dog? So the dog is Jake. He's Finn's ab- yeah. adopted brother because um, Jake's parents found Finn as a baby. Right. And they're like best friends. They live together in a treehouse. Jake is kind of like the devil's advocate, I think, character. Uh, okay. Not in a bad way, but just sort of, okay. yeah, truly, not in a I problematic way. I know. About I, the word. <laughs> poorly chosen. But I do think that he, he sometimes eggs Finn on to either go on an adventure that seems kind of dangerous or to stay home and be kind of lazy or whatever the case may be. Jake is just like fighting against the plot a little bit. Sometimes. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the role that he serves. Yeah. But he's also like a little bit smarter and wiser than Finn in a lot of ways. And will give him advice. Sometimes that's very real. Oh, I like that. Um, But he just like a little bit of a chaos character at times. Good. Yeah. I like that. Uh, There's, uh, one thing that I'm scared about hearing the plot of this show mm. and like just please tell me that did you see the entire thing like you've seen like it all the way through so in the past year or so HBO Max has picked up a couple of like hour-long specials that add on to it that I have not seen Okay, that worries me <laughs> right there. Yes. Because what I'm worried about with this description is that it has like one of those like famous Garfield endings. What does that mean? Okay, so there's one like kind of famous Garfield st- strip that is not canon, but everybody like it went viral a while ago to to imply that it was Mm. where it is revealed that Garfield is just like a homeless stray cat that's hallucinating uh Milo and uh and and spaghetti and things and is actually just first of all it's lasagna so sorry yeah no I don't know about Uh, whatever I think that lasagna is pretty pivotal to Garfield (laughs) yeah I know but anyway so the the point is that it's revealed to be this actual dark story that uh but that's not something that's that's actually canon. It's it's not, you know, a real part of the comic strip. Um, but everybody gets obsessed with those kind of dark undertellings, like where they, you know, insinuate that uh, the Wizard of Oz was about or what is it? Alice in Wonderland is actually about drugs and et cetera, et cetera, right. et cetera. I'm feeling worried that this show has that sort of 
end reveal where Finn is just actually in some sort of dark horror and this is a fantastical world he's created to deal and cope with that Mm. and that will make me upset if that is the case I do not believe that to be the case and I think that one of the reasons to take some comfort in that is that the dark undertellings are intentional and a part of it fairly consistently good okay so yeah they, I, I'm wondering if HBO Max amped that up. I don't know. Is what I'm I need to watch those. About, yeah. I, I regret not having watched them before we filmed, but I that's my self-imposed homework. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Good. And then you can you can let me know. I will. And I'll watch the fun stuff <laughs> yes, yes. first. Okay. But yeah, I think uh as a young adult, I often secretly watched a lot of cartoons, which I'm sure many of our listeners are like, I watch cartoons not so secretly. But I just didn't really have a lot of people in my real life to talk to about it. And it just, I don't know. It was just yeah. something I did just for me. Um, but this was one that I was pretty excited had such a fan base because I thought there was a lot to engage with. Oh, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I, I do remember that when it came out pretty pretty much from the bat, mm-hmm. like there were a lot of adults that were just on board with it Absolutely. right off the, off the bat, which I like. Yeah. One thing that it did that I think, I don't know if I want to say it was pandering to cosplayers, but um, there are <laughs> a couple of episodes of uh, like gender swap for everybody. So Finn is a girl, Princess Bubblegum's a boy. Like, everybody in the show is swapped. Uh, Jake the dog is Cake the cat. Huh. That's funny. I like that. Yeah. And I I always wanted to like those episodes a little bit more than I actually did. But uh, it did see rise to the cosplayable character Fiona, who looks, who's just a femme version of Finn with uh, like bunny ear hat instead of bear ear hat. Oh, I do. I I remember seeing cosplayers and and fan art and stuff of that. Yeah. I like, there's like this um, interesting thing that happens when you are extremely online and uh, like really, really keyed into online spaces is that like, there's always like some sort of weird familiarity with like the vague imagery of mm-hmm. shows that I don't watch. And like I get the sense of who everybody loves yeah. on a thing yeah. without having any idea what the thing is about. That's very like, funny. Yes. <laughs> I, I do. I have a lot of that with like Sherlock, which I've never seen. Oh. Uh, but was on Tumblr during like the 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 Sherlock why haven't you seen Sherlock it's like not got that many episodes I don't know I don't know oh fuck (laughs) okay uh but like lots of things and this is this is just another one of those things where I I like the imagery and the like love is very familiar to me but I know nothing about it yeah actually well and I like the way that it handles the Will they, won't they romance of uh, Finn and Princess Bubblegum? I think it does a good job because it kind of it teases it and you expect it. And Finn very much has a crush on her. um, And she is she's older than him. And so it's very much just a crush. 
And then there is a plot line where she becomes younger and is his age. And so it kind of seems a little bit like maybe first love. And I believe they handle relationships in a very innocent way. And they like that. They have to. And then she grows up, but they have to talk through what their friendship is at a couple of key moments in the series. And I think they handle it very well in a way that I believe sets a good example for younger viewers to not feel oh, entitled nice. to a romantic relationship when they have a crush on a friend or to lose the yes, friendship. Yes, because yeah. it, the, the will they, won't they ends up a won't they yeah. based on what you're telling me. I like that. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, and then I guess she's gay eventually, so. Great. Or maybe bye. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure there I, but I, I admit that I am a person who has started using gay as an umbrella term for anything that's not straight I do too if that hasn't been apparent yeah. in this conversation where we yeah. talk about how gay it is and then I talk about a lesbian couple yes yeah yeah gay just means okay. all queer yeah which I think queer is already there for we're, we're yeah we, we it's interesting but I like I've noticed that I've been doing that yes mm-hmm. agreed uh so Yes. So other good characters that it has in the background, um, one of the antagonists who, you know, it's the trope of like antagonist becoming sort of friend, but not really friend, occasional ally, uh, is the Ice King. And his whole thing is that he's always trying to steal and marry the princesses, which isn't great. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Um, (laughs) But he is he is very funny. He is very uh, sort of like incompetent in his plots and oh, love incompetent villains. Exactly, love that. And so, shamelessly. lots of physical comedy with that, and and is very good. And then, shockingly, ends up in some of these sort of serious meta plot episodes, really blowing your mind with his backstory. I love that. Yeah. So, what what kind of give me a feel about his backstory? I don't want to. I think, yeah. Ooh. I think that's an episode oh. I want you to watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because it I pulls like in other characters in an interesting way. So, yeah. Fantastic. Wow. No. <laughs> um, I thought that was the door. It was not. Um, okay. So, uh, let me see. If you were, if you and I were to cosplay anyone from, if we were to do a cosplay con together and we were going as adventure time who would we cosplay as hmm this is hard I don't think that there are any character duos that lend themselves to our height difference which is normally what I would go for right yeah um so I think we should just be princess bubblegum and Marceline because they're gay. Yeah. Yeah. Which one would you be, though? Would you want to be the vampire? I would be really happy to be either. I think they're I both think really fun. They are both really fun. But I feel like I feel like you don't get to do goth as much as you should. Sure. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you, you should have some goth Okay. Time. Thank you. I'll, I'll be Marceline <laughs> and you can be Bubblegum. Okay. Great. It's settled then. I guess alternatively, <laughs> we could do like Finn and Jake. For I, Jake is a dog, though. I know. But it's the only height differential thing that I can figure. 
Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then that's that's yeah, that's easy. Sure. So I would be Jake, the dog. Yeah. Or you could be Cake that's the right. cat. No. Yeah. Okay. Cake's not as good <laughs> as Jake. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I know that because I have no idea about Cake the Cat. Correct. And I know every other iteration of that body swap episode uh-huh. from Tumblr fans. It's true. So I know that no one liked Cake the Cat. We could just for fun be the body swap, uh, Marceline and Bubblegum. As boys? As boys. Boys? Yeah. <laughs> boys. Boys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I would be. I guess Prince Bubblegum. I don't know his real name. I don't know Marceline's name. Maybe Mark. <laughs> Mark. Markeline. That's so not. It's probably Marceline not Mark. Marceline is such like a, a, a goth name. I know. I have Mark to look it up now. not. Uh, okay. I want to know what it is. Marshall. Marshall Lee. Marshall Lee. Still not as magical as. It's not. It our, just sounds similar. You know? But he is yeah. drawn pretty hot. Ooh, okay. Good. So. <laughs> thank goodness. Yes, thank God. <laughs> you know that that's what I'm really here for. Yeah. And Prince Bubblegum, if that's the name, is uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Ugh, that's good. But it's yeah. not as funny. Those ones are just not as funny, unfortunately. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. True. It just matters that hot boys... Hot boy vampire, hot, hot boy bubblegum. Hot boys. <laughs> hot boy bubblegum. Yes. That's you. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's what they'll call me. Oh, so yeah, I guess they're in a couple too. What did you say? Say that again? I said I guess they're in a couple too, since their femme versions are in a couple. Yeah, absolutely. That oh, is canon. That's great. I'm sure. I'm very glad. Is that like an alternate universe thing or is it like a, a twisted magic kind of thing? It's an alternate universe thing. Unless something happens in an episode that I have not yet seen. But I believe that okay. that's the case. Yes. I think it's just for okay, funsies. Cool. It's a fanfic episode. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love a fanfic episode. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for it. Cater to us. Do it. I like that except in Supernatural. I think they... Go a little bit too haywire with that. What do you mean? So <clears throat> they establish fanfic universes in Supernatural that become almost part of the overall plot, which is too much. Ah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's not fan service. It's like, it's just really like dr- dragging. It's dragging it, it out. The, yeah. 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 They are. There are several different times where either they go into an alternate universe because of magics where the sh- it's the show. Like, it's full fourth wall. Yeah. Like, they find themselves as the actors on the set of the show Supernatural. Um, <laughs> and then there's a big plot yeah. line that I think is not very strong where they find out that god is actually a guy who has like dreams of the adventures they're on and is writing basically paperback novels that are their adventures and then it sets up that in their core universe they exist as characters in a book series that people like goes to cons about because it's so popular and Mm, it's just a lot it's a little too much yeah for me got it yeah yeah Yeah, that's fair (laughs) Uh, it is. 
genuinely very fair. I feel like I feel like it's a delicate line to walk because, you know, if you're doing fan service, it's like it's not like anybody doesn't know that's what you're doing. Right. So you kind of have to <laughs> the essential oils. <laughs> We're allergic to fan it's service. Okay. Uh, whew. No, it it actually smells good. I like I it. I bet it does. It's good. It's, it's very does it smell it's like just, uh, orange strong. oil? Uh, like the wood cleaner mm-hmm. kind of oil smells. Yes, but it but more but less chemically and more like. Um, Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, mixed with essential oils. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, like, everybody knows you're doing fan service when that's what you're doing. It's not, like, ever going to be subtle enough to be a secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's, like, a line that you can't cross before it, it becomes too much. Um, otherwise, it's just joyful. I think... Um, I think I also like it. You mentioned this earlier, but I like that when shows cater to cosplayers. Mm. Like, I think that it's just a smart decision because cosplayers are like diehard fans that you like. And like they will do so much pull for your show. It's like completely. I never got to cosplay anything from this show, but it was I was planning cosplays for this show several times for events or things that didn't end up going through and I kind of regret that I never got to but I remember distinctly sketching out costumes a few times for this show would you ever do if you could do a burlesque based on this show what would you do oh like or who would you do I feel I feel like it's weird that I haven't um yeah I do too that's why I'm I feel like maybe Celeste and I talked about doing a bubblegum Marceline one once. Um, if it was a solo number, I would probably do. I would probably do Marceline uh, because she has songs since she's a musician. I think she's recognizable. Um, yeah, because she's not just a vampire. Like, doesn't she have like blue skin or something it's, am i making that yeah up? it's like a very light blue uh right right okay yeah she tends to wear like a red shirt and has long dark hair right yeah so she's she's got a pretty separate from generic vampire yes look. yeah for sure yeah uh yeah i think that that would be good um but i'm not feeling i don't really know i would have to think about it i don't know what direction i don't know what narrative there would be to yeah. the performance <laughs> Because there has to be a, a, like a small story arc within each performance, I feel like. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I'd have to from think what, about from it. From my limited knowledge of burlesque, yeah. which is only from you. At least that's my <laughs> approach to it. Uh, it, yeah. it helps me to choreograph that way. But uh, yeah, so I think that's what I, that's who I would do. I really liked, there's a not very big character who's like the flame princess who oh yes I liked and I like uh how she looks I like her outfit I like her hair and I was always planning on cosplaying that character uh and this was fairly early in the series but I don't think that she actually ended up being that consequential so I think now that we have the full run of the show in hindsight I would probably pick a bigger character yeah absolutely 
uh, if I did burlesque, oh. uh, which I do not, I would probably, based on the 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 one hour of information that I uh-huh. have currently, uh, I would do a burlesque number about about Princess Bubblegum. Yes, and her what I am going to project as a like mutual pining story arc mm. for uh the vampire nice i like that yeah so yeah. is this a duet my... yes okay i've just decided okay that it would be <laughs> i think if you're yeah. gonna do a, a duet that's what you should do for sure yeah is those okay. two characters good good <laughs> great i'll get back to you thank you yes just uh <laughs> i don't know film it i don't know <laughs> you're gonna yeah, have to recruit marty in my room yeah <laughs> i'll just like film it with marty sitting on the couch and then photoshop uh in the there you go images of the vampire yes yeah <laughs> you could do both roles i think that i feel like tiktok is fancy enough that you could yeah do both roles yeah, I could and do that. Sp- splice it together i don't think that's the right word but yes yeah, yeah, you could do it. All right, well, join our Patreon where we create a TikTok video of us duetting this. Yeah, which we could actually do. Um, I'm gonna need a lot. But more we'd have pa- to. I'm make... gonna need a lot more patrons for that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need a, a lot. I'm more. gonna need more money for that. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> to get Avalon to download TikTok to uh, yes <laughs> to even put it on her phone yeah. we will need a lot more incentives yes. so patreon.com slash femsplained <laughs> to, to help us reach our get avalon on tiktok goal yeah that'll be our stretch for february that'll be yeah our stretch goal and that's not even like for this burlesque so number much. that's just to get me to download tiktok yeah it, it's gonna because i know that the timeline for everyone who's reluctant about tiktok is about a month between downloading the app and actually ever posting anything on it. Yes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you got to look at it and then like slowly become <laughs> convinced that it's fun. I will say uh, in all fairness, I have downloaded it and I do have an account already. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> How did I not know this? <laughs> well, I did it when I was having such a hard time uploading just a GD hi video hello video to patreon and i was like i am not putting this on youtube just so that i could link it in the patreon account i'll just do a tiktok yeah yeah but and then also i think i downloaded it back in the day because i wanted to give you likes and stuff i didn't realize you were you had like tens of thousands of likes and you didn't need me but i just wanted to like go in there and just like help your numbers a little bit (laughs) Well, now I do need you because uh, TikTok totally throttled me after I I don't know what I did. I took a month off and they were like, well, never mind her forever. Oh, um, no. Yeah, it's a very weird thing because I still have like 9000 followers or whatever. But uh, my videos went from getting like 9000 views on average to to getting like 60. <laughs> So it's it's a very weird algorithm thing. But yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't take time off. If you take any time off, they're just like, well, forget you. That sucks. Yeah. At, the, at least that's my hypothesis. You're probably about right. It. 
Yeah. Man, algorithms are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Extremely. Yeah. I don't understand them, and that's that's part of why they're the worst. Yeah. I think the rationale behind some of the decisions and changes uh, for specifically for Instagram, I never – I truly don't understand what they're doing or why they're doing it. I mean, it's to make no, money, I'm know. sure. But all they've, they've – they've genuinely just ruined – the apps to the point where I I just don't even open them anymore right exactly like it 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 just continuously makes everybody mad over and over again until a new app comes out that doesn't have that built in yet and then we all go there and then slowly that app decides to inhabit the same algorithms that drove us from the old app in the first place yeah and that just keeps happening over and over again over and over and the last stretch is when they start banning the sex workers oh and that's when that's when we all go to the new one i feel like that's the speaking of the new one um are you on clubhouse I'm not on Clubhouse yet. I was actually just trying to get familiar with Pillow Fort. The fuck is which Pillow I'm not Fort? Loving. Pillow Fort is like Tumblr. Oh. But there's no mobile app. So oh. it's only why? in browser right now. No. Well, it's very it's very indie, that's why. Oh, um, well, I do like indie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a nice way to have long form posts oh. and picture posts on the same website which is what tumblr did well yeah you could have your gift set and you could have a you know a, a essay on why you know cassandra from dragon age is actually a lesbian mm. and mm -hmm. you could have those things in the same place um but yeah uh i i just now found out about clubhouse i haven't really checked it out yet from what i hear some people are a little hesitant about it because it is just a place for like people without any degrees or 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 not necessarily degrees but any sort of experience in certain areas being philosophers about things like politics and gender oh. studies and stuff like that which to me I'm very anti debates on certain types of topics because when a topic is I think morally one-sided yeah debating it gives a platform to morally abhorrent people mm -hmm. uh so I'm pretty against that as a as a whole and I have seen it start to become popular on TikTok and I'm guessing that clubhouse is where that is like becoming a more mm. popularized thing. Uh, I'm not a fan of it. So I, I, I am hesitant, but then again, I haven't checked it out. I haven't delved into it. So this is all me hypothesizing. Interesting. Uh, I will have to give it a look eventually and find out if it's someplace I want to be. Yeah. I uh, signed up for it ages ago and the bouncer still hasn't let me in. So I don't know what's going on in there. Oh, so it's still in a beta. Uh, yeah. Place. Got it. Yeah. So, oh, well, if anyone wants to yeah. hook me up with an invite code to Clubhouse, <laughs> I will log in exactly one time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess I better do that thing where I make my 
handle on it just in case I ever do want to use it. Fair. Before, oh, because you're so yeah. fancy. Yeah. you. That's a thing that I didn't realize at first was going to be a thing. But you, I really do like when a new uh, like app hits the ground, like you have to make your name. Otherwise, like it will be gone yeah. and you will be mad about it later. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I I think and that's why I have a I have variants of my username everywhere, whether or not there's an underscore because of how how late I was to the game. Yep. Yeah, that'll happen. Which I guess isn't that bad, but it's starting to bother me. I don't blame yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, it would be great if it was all uniform. Yeah, I don't want um, the underscore. That's the thing. Underscore is when things are not right. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and especially when you go in the a cat attack that has the account is not active. It kills me. Oh, that's so frustrating. I, I guess maybe it's better than them being active and problematic and me needing to differentiate myself but still it's still frustrating yeah uh i um i do know that twitter in particular does every once in a while do a purge of inactive accounts so checking every once in a while is not a bad idea nice but then you'd have to move everything over no you can change your handle oh yeah you can edit your handle uh yes okay fair so you would just have to change over links from other accounts and stuff like that exactly yeah. yeah all right not too bad all right diana so what's my homework well what which episode do i have to watch i'm gonna let you know because i think i came into okay. this just being like watch all of it duh but it is a lot and i need yeah. to curate the episode a list yeah i'll okay. curate a list Good. and then maybe it'll make you watch more but whatever Okay, wow, I got a lot of watching. I do. know. Well, That's I was thinking exciting. that too when we were referencing back to the Deep Space Nine episode. There's a lot of watching to do. Oh, I'm happy about that because <laughs> it's still a panoramic and I don't go anywhere. Do you? Okay, so this is what's on my mind. And if you are not on the same board, you should cut, you should cut it from the episode. <laughs> so I think we've both talked a lot about how we haven't cosplayed in a million years. And yeah. we've joshed about TikTok. But... For homework, do you want to do a Marceline bubblegum? Yes. Okay. Well, that's also the homework then. I'm already <laughs> buying pink. Good. Okay. <laughs> pink makeup. Your stuff is a lot harder than mine. Because I just wear like. I'm fine with that. I just wear like a red shirt and jeans. And you wear a yeah. princess dress. Well, you need to paint your skin blue. Okay. That kind of gray. I that have gray blue makes me nervous sometimes that it will read as me trying to do blackface so well do not do that well no i mean but, <laughs> but or or just make it lighter okay make it like really pale okay pale i just want to make uh, sure that's not what it reads as so yeah okay. well definitely don't let that happen <laughs> uh but uh we <laughs> i mean i won't i'm just saying if these video or this picture or whatever emerges and i'm not doing skin it's because my paint job made me concerned Yes, yes, got it. Good. Um, I am uh going on. What 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 is the paint brand I use? Ooh. I'm gonna for Jester. I'm gonna get that uh, and send it to you because they make good water based paint face paints. Oh, I'm so excited! Um, I wasn't even thinking yeah, that we would is... do paint. I thought we were just gonna do clothes. No, this is really exciting. I'm 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 buying pink makeup right now. I can't wait to uh, see your pink wig. Oh my god! I get to wear a wig. I love it. I very rarely 
like get to do wig stuff. Yeah. But, uh, it's pretty fun because I have such short hair that it's very easy for me to pop on wigs and, and stuff. I like it. Well, and there's a lot, especially in the later series seasons, uh, there are variants to Princess Bubblegum and what she's wearing. So you don't necessarily have to do the episode one classic outfit. You can do you can do a bit of Googling. Yeah. It might be more fun to do one of her uh, gayer outfits. Variants. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, she's so cool. She's pretty cool. She's a scientist. She's so smart. Oh, my God. She's so cute. I do like it because I think it's pretty fun for these, like, characters that don't really have um, distinct facial features. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much, like, she's just, like, her eyes She doesn't are have not, a nose. They're just dots. Yeah. No nose. Her mouth is literally just a, a, a line or a circle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's not really like a lot of like like I think you could take creative liberties with how you do the like that makeup besides just making yourself pink. Yes. Like you can kind of be creative with it, which is fun. I think you're totally right. Um, oh, I'm seeing so many cool outfits I could do. All right. I'm very. OK, well, you have this. to let me know ahead of time which outfit you're going to do, because if there's like a, a similar like a corresponding outfit, I'll do it. Um, yes okay even though if you want to go back and do Marceline that's fine because like she does have like an undercut and like she's cool (laughs) no I want to be you want to be bubblegum okay oh I'm so excited for this yeah we have to figure out how we're gonna release this homework (laughs) (laughs) well I I have some ideas all right great fantastic wow oh I'm so excited me too All right. What are you doing after I'm going to research this. Good. Me too. Fantastic. First and foremost, stick around for this specific announcement because the most important thing in the world is that, oh, has the, has the fundraiser already happened when this comes out? Let me look at my brain. I think it has. Yeah, it has. Oh, well. Okay. So I hope you watched the fundraiser on Saturday and I hope we successfully raised a lot of money for the Trevor Project. You can follow me at a underscore cat attack on Twitch and Twitter. Honestly, if you follow me on Twitch, I'd really appreciate it because I'm trying to hit affiliate and I need 11 more people. So I'm just going to like really push Do that it. one. Um, yeah. And uh, and yeah, that's actually it. I may have an announcement next episode. The end. Ooh, fun. Uh, yes, I'm Super Dylan everywhere. All the places, including my website, superdylan.com. Ah. and oh, talk about Die Hard again yeah use Super Dylan at checkout on dieharddice.com and uh, buy yourself some click clacks buy yourself some shiny math rocks buy yourself some forbidden candy buy yourself some treats uh, or some meeples they have meeples too they have great dice trays that are glorious and felt and very pretty and come in nice rich colors uh and yeah so get get some stuff all right and as always if you want to interact with us you can email femsplainedpodcast at gmail.com find us on femsplain find us at femsplainedpodcast on twitter uh and instagram and i think that's all that matters one of them is Femsplained Cast. Which one is Femsplained Cast? That's Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Twitter has a uh, character limit mm. on uh, their handles that did not allow us to be Femsplained Podcast. Got it. And Femsplained 
alone brings up the other people. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever. Uh, but if you also, if you go to superdillon.com slash femsplained, you can find our Discord link and the application to guest uh, as a femsplainer. Yeah. And all those many other ways to interact with us are right there. And you can click on them and it'll be easy. Very nice. All right. That's it. Bye. Bye.